Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I just said to Guy, you know, you know, temperature scales like zero Kelvin, like all movement, like stops and stuff. That's how little of a chance we have of me getting through the whole show today. Because so much shit happened yesterday. There's zero chance. I did a whole show. It's like three pages of stuff. Zero chance. Folks, last night we have, I mean, if Biden, I've warned you repeatedly as your friend, as your homie here. I love you guys. I hope we love each other. It's great to have you. How many times have I told you what a piece of garbage Biden is? I mean, an actual piece of garbage. He is a piece of garbage, like a garbage person comprised of garbage. That is the kind of guy, the guy is a sociopathic, kid-sniffing, woman-feeling, bribe-taking, Chinese Communist Party money-taking, lying loser. That's all he's ever been. That's all he's been his entire life. He is, the guy is garbage. He is a human garbage person. And if that press conference last night didn't hammer home exactly what I've been telling you the entire time, I don't know what will. Can you imagine after getting busted, committing what appears to be a criminal act, of squirreling away classified documents and then trying to lock up your political opponent. Can you imagine throwing your staff under the bus in front of the entire country? Oh, my staff did it. I didn't know. While in the report, it says you knew. Can you imagine what kind of scumbag you need to be to do this? What a piece of garbage. I got that, got Tucker. And folks, the news, are we doing news on news channels anymore? Are we doing news? Or is it the grudge channels? going to... We're going to cause a little bit of trouble today. I'm sorry. Get ready. You ready? You ready? Folks, I slept like a champ last night. Why? What's my secret? Chatsters, what is it? Beam's dream powder will revolutionize your lifetime sleep. Listen, man, I monitor my sleep. If you're not getting good sleep, everything else is secondary. I'm serious. Working out, eating right, it's great. You need to do that. But if you're not sleeping, it's going to screw up everything. I use Beam's dream powder. It's a hot cocoa for sleep. It could transform your nights. You know, I'm like obsessed with life hacks. Beam's Dream Powder is my new thing. It's their science-backed hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Better sleep's never tasted better. I put it in some milk. Love it. Other sleep aids, they cause that next day grogginess. You don't want that. What's the point? What's the point? Dream doesn't do that. It contains a powerful, all-natural blend. And I'm going to say it again. Please look this stuff up. Don't take my word for it. You'll see it works. Reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. You just mix Beam's Dreams powder into hot water or milk. It's how I take it. Enjoy before bedtime. It's that, it's that simple, man. You want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder? Massive savings. Get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. That's shop, B-E-A-M.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Yeah, don't advertise products I don't use and don't like. We have that luxury. Check this stuff out. Want to get a good night's sleep. Joseph, it's Friday, my man. Let's get this party started, right? Where's Joe? Did we miss Joe? We can't get this party started right or quickly. Some of you will get that. My man. Okay, Joe. We can't start the show on Friday without you, so I'll try this again. Let's get this party started, Roar. It's Friday! Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You grew up in New York. Remember that song? Let's get this party started quickly. Yes, I, I know. Me and my singing is not too good. Whatever. Who cares? I, what I an absolute piece of garbage Joe Biden is. Garbage. Do you have garbage around? Here's oh. Joe Biden. Here you go. Hold on a second. You got some you garbage, got a garbage there. can over there? Yeah, we got a piece of paper. Let's see. If I can hit this, this would be so money. What do you think? Joe, what are the chances of me hitting Come on, bro. 
Absolutely zero. Matter of fact, Keith, what'd you say? I missed by about four or five feet. I'm going to be straight with you. Obviously, I'm not that great a basketball player either. I should have just done my typical free throws. This guy's garbage. He's total garbage. I'll just start off with this clip right away. Imagine a report comes out yesterday by special counsel Bob Herr. Well, let me just tell you in advance. Everybody's jumping down this guy's throat on the conservative right. I can't believe he didn't charge Biden, all the stuff. I think he put, take a little reminder here because I don't want to forget. I think he pulled the dipsy do. I can't prove it, but I think he pulled the dipsy do. First, let's get the piece of garbage Biden. Here he is, despite the report saying that he told a ghostwriter while writing a book that there were classified documents downstairs indicating a mens rea, criminal mind. He knew that's why it's in the report by special counsel Bob Herr about Biden squirreling away classified documents, which is against the law for him. Here he is throwing his staff under the bus like any piece of human garbage would. Check this out. Take responsibility for at least being careless with classified material. I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what my staff was doing. It goes in and points out things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were were moved not by me, but my staff, but my staff. What a punk. Yeah. Oh, that was close. That was garbage. Guys, dude's garbage. Two pieces of garbage. Total garbage. Throws his staff under the bus. What a piece of garbage. Folks, did I not tell you this? Come on, Chasters, you know, right? I mean, no stuff. Guy's garbage, man. He's a kid sniffing, inappropriate shower taking, women feeling. Dude's garbage, man. It's been garbage his whole life. What kind of guy throws his staff under the bus? Even though in the report, it says that the staff didn't do it, that he was the one who said he knew that whether the staff put the documents down there or not, he knew about it and he did nothing. I got a lot to say about this. Now, let me just get to the dipsy do quick because I'm pretty convinced Bob Herr pulled the dipsy do. Now, let me be fair to you in the chat. If you're mad at me about this, it's okay. I don't know Bob Herr. Bob Herr, to be clear, is a special counsel in charge of the investigating the Biden classified documents in Brolio fiasco, okay? Bob Herr's report comes out yesterday, Robert Herr. I've never met this guy in my life. He was a Trump appointee. I think he pulled a dipsy do. What do I mean? It's clear he was not going to be able to, indicting a sitting president um, is not going to happen. Folks, this goes all the way back to Bob Mueller and all this other stuff. There is existing DOJ uh, and and legal precedent that indicting a sitting president is probably not going to happen. You have to impeach him first for some of this stuff, okay? That's a whole other issue. Her was never going to get an indictment out of this. So, and I've, I got this from a really, I don't want to say too much. I want to give it away. Her knows he's not going to get an indictment. So because her knows he's not going to get an indictment on Biden, he writes this exhaustive report and figures, well, if I'm not going to get an indictment, I might as well put a legal reason in there why I couldn't get it. 
So a lot of conservatives, you following me, are mad at Robert Hur. Tony, if this doesn't make sense, tell me. They're mad at Robert Hur because they're like, I can't believe they didn't indict this guy. They didn't indict him because he said his memory was terrible and Biden even remember he had classified documents. I don't think that I don't think that's what happened at all. I think what happened is Derek Farland, our attorney general in name only, who is a Biden ass kisser. Here's Biden's ass. Here's Garland. Right up in his face. What? He's like, oh my gosh, if you're saying that, we're in trouble. Right in his face, Garland's got his lips on Biden's ass. There is no way, no way her's going to get an indictment. So her's probably saying to himself, okay, there's no indictment possible. Well, I'm going to tell the country the truth about what really happened. So here's why. Here's why I don't think this case would probably proceed if it was a normal part, because this guy's got a terrible memory and he can't remember anything. I'm telling you, Chatsters, what do you think? You think I'm crazy? I swear I think this guy pulled the dipsy doo flipperoo. If he wasn't going to get an indictment anyway, he's like, well, I might as well give a reason. This guy doesn't remember anything. And you will never see a political press conference. Do more damage. I mean, did did this guy, his staff set him up last night so bad. This guy's staff set him up. Her pulls the dipsy doo flipperoo. Garland tells her, we're not indicting this guy. Her's like, okay, you're not indicting this guy? I'm going to give a reason. He can't remember jack shit. How do I, why do I think this dipsy doo is real? Anyone know? Joe, anyone know? Here's why I think the dipsy doo is real. Apparently, Biden's team got a hold of the report on Saturday. It is now Friday. Biden's team flipped out and said, you better pull that shit about him not remembering anything out of there. And what did her say? He said, because karate man right there, double barrel, middle finger karate man. I'm not telling you her's a friend or a foe. I'm just telling you that her is probably trying to save his reputation knowing Trump may win. He's probably trying to save his reputation. And if he's saying, hell, you're not going to let me charge this guy, I'm going to explain to the country why. You're not going to hear that anywhere else. But for a guy who's been in the federal criminal justice system 12 years, I can tell you right now, not everything's what you think. This cat pulled a dipsy doo flipperoo. I am sure of it. That, forgetting, folks, the political damage done to Joe Biden last night is 10,000 times greater than any indictment would have done. It would have been litigated till kingdom come. I listen, bro. I'm not here to bullshit you, okay? I'm not here to bullshit. I don't have time for bullshit. I know a lot of people like, it's a double standard. It's not a double standard of justice. What? It isn't. It's one standard. The liberal fascists are in charge. They're on top and they abuse power. There's no double standard. No, no, but Trump got, yes, it's one standard. Liberals weaponize the justice system. That's the only standard. And I think Robert Hurst stuck it right back to him and said, okay, you're not going to indict. I'll explain this whole thing. You want to play politics? I'll explain the politics too. I'm telling, I know I'm right. What happened last night in that press conference is the single most destructive political moment of Joe Biden's career. He comes out screaming and yelling. 
like a freaking lunatic, screaming like a maniac. He then throws his staff under the bus, which I can't believe even sane Democrats liked. You're a leader. You come out and say it was a screw up. I'm not saying this is right, but this is what this is what he should have said. Joe, if you think I'm wrong, tell me. The report indicates this was not criminal. He did, the report didn't say that. I get it. But I'm just saying, if you're Biden's political advisors, that All they right. weren't going to prosecute me criminally. Clearly, mistakes were made. It's my responsibility. We're moving on. The country's got important issues. I'm the president. Mistakes were made. I take responsibility. The buck stops here. He I did none of that. Yeah. And you know what, Joe? Everyone would have moved on. Right. On the Democrat side. He did none of that. And then comes the coup de grace. Four words that are going to end this guy's political career, and he will live in infamy forever. My memory is fine. Because what happened next? Joe Biden, folks, what is the worst headline you can possibly have in a newspaper? Uh, uh, Joey Bag of Donuts says he doesn't beat his wife. Where does that come from? You ever hear the when did you stop beating your wife question? I don't beat my wife. What's the headline? Joey Pagadona says he doesn't beat his wife. What do people think as they're reading the headline? What He beats his wife? Why did he say no? Someone asked him about that? Is there an allegation out there? My memory is fine is the end of this guy. And making matters worse, why this was the worst presidential press conference I have ever seen. And I say that objectively, even though I subjectively cannot stand the kid sniffer. Because just moments later, he's discussing the crossing between uh, the uh, Gaza Strip and Israel. And he bizarrely claims he spoke to the president of Mexico. Now, I know Mexico has like their own pyramids and stuff, but I'm pretty sure Joe Giza's in Egypt. In Egypt. Uh, maybe there was some pyramidal confusion. Watch this. As you know, initially... The president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. <laughs> I know someone in the chat can say, Dan, stuff. I, I know, I know it's, I, believe me, I get it. I know. I'm just saying, folks, I don't know what to laugh before you cry, dude. There is a major war in the Middle East right now. You've got Vladimir Putin yesterday with Tucker indicating that this thing is not going to stop over in Ukraine. And you've got a president who apparently thinks that Mexico shares a border with Israel. I, I, I can't. I can't with this. Folks. Donald Trump had his best day in months. You know what? Hold that Tucker clip for, for a second. I'm gonna, I'll get to it, but I'm going to move it a little bit, all right? Not to throw you guys in curveballs, but Donald Trump had his best day in months yesterday. The Supreme Court case was an absolute humiliation, the case to keep him off the ballot in Colorado. When you have Kentonji Brown Jackson, a liberal justice who doesn't even know what a woman is, asking simple questions that the Colorado legal team can't even answer, 
I mean, it is going to be a humiliating mess. Not that I rely on the courts. I don't. I don't rely on questions. I have zero faith in the courts at all. I'm just saying the questioning alone yesterday was worth the price of admission. And the classified documents case, folks, Donald Trump, nobody does it better. Why are you licking your finger? Well, I'm just not actually, I'm kind of a germaphobe. Because nobody has their finger on the political winds better than him. I will never, ever forget back after Mitt Romney lost a bunch of focus group Republicans telling me immigration was a dead issue. Republicans should never talk about it again. And what happens? When Donald J. Trump runs on building the wall and wins one of the biggest victories we've had presidentially in a long time in the Electoral College. Donald Trump's running against something again, and everybody's gaffing it off in the media. What is he running against? Anybody know? Any ideas? He's running against the police state, and he's saying, I am the only thing stopping them from coming for you. And yesterday proved it. Joe Biden gets off because the fascist hierarchy said so in the weaponized police state. Joe Biden gets off. Yet Donald Trump's case, even though he has a legal justification, as president to declassify documents, still going forward. I'm telling you, yesterday was the best day Donald Trump's had for a long time. A lot of conservatives were melting down. Biden's not going to get charged, folks. I've got news for you. Biden was never going to get charged. There is absolutely zero, and I mean zero chance Merrick Garland was going to improve, was going to approve any prosecution now or if Biden, God forbid, wins in another. There's no chance. It is not going to happen. The best thing that could have happened was her to put together that report and tell you why. And Joe Biden fell right in a trap and walked out there screaming like a lunatic, blaming his staff and confusing Mexico with Gaza. Donald Trump had his best day yesterday, and I'm telling you, it was a dipsy do. I got a whole lot more on this, folks. I, I'm not done. One quick question. He wanted me to ask you guys. We go with a couple different backgrounds. You guys like that black background yesterday or this blue one? We the cameras, we finally fixed them. You know, it's all for you. Let me know in the chat what you like. He's going to be watching. He wanted me to put that out there. All right, let me take a quick break and I'm going to get back. I'm, I'm not done with this Biden case at all. Also, I want to just address something about news channels yesterday because yesterday was a huge news day. Uh, Vladimir Putin gave this interview with Tucker Carlson and a bunch of news channels decided not to do news. Kind of the weirdest thing. Folks, a great day begins with a great night's sleep. You're missing out if you're not sleeping on a Helix mattress. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. It's H-E-L-I-X. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Memory foam, hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress, the best I slept on. The setup was fast and super easy. Don't take my word for it, but you should. GQ and Wired Magazine named Helix their number one mattress. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan and use code HELIXPARTNER20. H-E-L-I-X. HELIXPARTNER20. HELIXPARTNER20. It's their best offer yet and it won't last long. I sleep on one. I have the Midnight Lux. I love it with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Get better sleep. Buy a Helix. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Check it out. Okay. Back to this case yesterday. I just, again, want to anchor you right now with this one idea here. Because this is super important, okay? 
I think yesterday is the best day we've had in a long time. The fact that Joe Biden did not get indicted sucks, but it was never going to happen. So now that we know it was never, can we all agree? Chatster, seriously, does anybody disagree with me? Does any of you actually think Merrick Garland was going to indict Joe Biden? Yes, you do or no, you don't. So if we, if it's a no, and Bacino will tell us, I guess it's going to be 90% no. You know what I'm saying is true. If they're not going to indict him, the best we can do is explain why. And Robert Hur explaining how this guy is mentally incompetent just absolutely decimated them. This also, what do I tell you? What are campaigns? What are campaigns? Joe, what are campaigns? There are two things. Anybody know? Yes, sir, brother. Dude's been with me a long time. Campaigns are what, ladies and gentlemen? They are snapshots and they are sound bites. How do you think this snapshot looks of Joe Biden's Delaware garage? Wow, that looks like shit. (laughs) Looks like shit. That look good. What about this one, Joe? How does that look? Any better? Nah, it's just close up shit. Close up, right? Close up of the shit, folks. Campaigns, man, or snapshots and sound bites. Why? Because you and I don't say this to virtue signal anyone. It's no need for it. You work for a living, correct? You have kids. You've got issues. You're dealing with things with your mom and your parents and your kids and your children and soccer games and work and orders and purchase orders that got to be filled. You don't have time to read a 62-page white paper on something. But when you see a picture like this, throw that up again. Oh, wait, is that Donald Trump's alleged classified documents that he's being prosecuted falsely for? Oh, no, that's Joe Biden's garage. Joe Biden, who was a senator and vice president with no declassification authority at all. Oh, that hurts. It's like he's treating it like garbage. Apparently, those are classified documents on Afghanistan, you know, like the whole war thing, sources and methods and all this. Oh, you're right in the garage. The Trump team, by the way, which was smart, sent out a thing about this. I'll get to it later. Sent out an email right away, which was brilliant because campaigns are snapshots and sound bites showing those documents saying, hey, look at this. I thought he was a. I thought we did. It's so strange. Like It looks like Joe Biden, who actually wasn't the president at the time, we had no declassification authority, did this. Oh, there it is right there. Thank you. Statement by Donald Trump where he attaches the brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Look at that. He attached the picture. It was absolutely brilliant. Snapshots and sound bites. Don't ever, ever, ever forget it. Brilliant. Look at this AP headline. Special counsel finds evidence Biden willfully mishandled classified info, but no charges warranted. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the AP. The AP are full-time communist propagandists. Do you understand? They're, oh, 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 pop to attention. The, the Soviet national anthem. Here it is. Everyone, I know, Tony, yeah. This is it. Every morning at 9 a.m. Joe, do you have to ask? Okay. Yeah. Every morning. <laughs> 9 a.m. Every morning, the Soviet National Anthem at AP. Even they had no way. They couldn't. This chicken shit, they couldn't make it into chicken salad either. Special counsel finds evidence Biden willfully mishandled classified info, but no charges warranted. Folks, it, 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 it gets worse, man. It gets worse. Don't fret here. This is politically a thousand times more destructive 
than an indictment would ever be. Because one, it was never going to happen. But even if it did, it would be litigated. Candidly speaking, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not wishing ill on anyone, Biden would be long dead before this thing ever made it into a court system, ever. It would take years. Can you, these headlines are decimating this guy today. Not, no victory laps. Let's not sort off the Dom Perignon or the Vuv Clico, whatever. I think it's Vuv. I went to their thing in Champagne. There's no time for that. I'm just telling you snapshots and sound bites, and that snapshot and that sound bite in the AP really suck. It gets even worse. Here's a tweet by Jonathan Turley. This is just like, I mean, you want to talk about an absolute horror show? Biden's DOJ is, quote, defending the lack of criminal charges against Joe Biden while noting the difficulty of going to trial against a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Holy shit. Can you think of something less presidential than this? Well-meaning's not even true. He's a kid sniffer, dude. He sniffs kids. You don't sniff kids when you're well me. Stop sniffing kids. It's gross. Just stop. Stop feeling women up. Stop taking money from the Chinese Communist Party. It's disgusting. This is his own DOJ. Folks, no one's going to believe this guy, man. No one's going to believe this guy. Look at this, man, from the document. He had uh, Delaware home was not a basis for prosecution because as vice president and president, he had authority to keep, to keep classified documents in his home. What the hell? The best case for charges would rely on Mr. Biden's possession of the Afghanistan documents in his Virginia home in February 2017 when he was a private citizen. Listen to this. When he told his ghostwriter he had just found classified material. This is stunning. It's stunning. Let me tell you quickly what the real issue this guy's going to have is. Oh, yeah. Wait, listen, we got another one. Sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Go back, go back to that one. Go back to that. I want to make a point here. I'm sorry, folks. I'm just like, there's so much shit here. I don't even know where to start. Remember the big deal the left is making. Let me just give you a lefty talking point right now. The lefty talking point, and this is going to be, these two cases are different, even though Biden had no authority to declassify these documents, because Trump allegedly obstructed justice. It's not actually true, but that's what they're saying. Everybody tracking me in the chat? They're saying, no, that's why it's different. It's not. Trump actually let people in. They had him look at the locker in Mar-a-Lago. He did not obstruct justice at all. Here's where the kicker comes. Back to that old thing. When he told the ghostwriter who was writing this book, and look at the date in February of 2017. He's not even president. He told the ghostwriter he had just found classified material. Go to the next one. This, you want to talk about a massive kick in the balls? At some point after learning about her's appointment as special counsel, Mr. Biden's ghostwriter deleted digital audio recordings of his conversations with Biden during the writing of the book. Oh. Folks, did, I'm just asking questions, brothers. Did somebody tell the ghostwriter to delete those files? Because I don't know about you, but that sounds like it could be. Listen, everybody's innocent or proven guilty here, but that sounds like it could be an obstructive act. Folks, we haven't even scratched the surface of how ugly this thing really is, man. Let me tell you before I take a quick break what they're really covering up here, too. 
I've said it before. If you're a P1 listener, you know where I'm going with this. This guy, Michael Carpenter, I want you to look at this guy. This guy worked with Joe Biden. I want you to look at this picture. It, it talks about all of the stuff this guy did, all of the stuff this guy's been around. Ambassador Michael Carpenter was nominated by Biden to serve as a rep to the United States Organization for Security in Europe, whatever. Who cares? doesn't matter. Prior to that position, Dr. Carpenter was the managing director of the Penn Biden Center. He served in the Pentagon as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Russia, Ukraine. Worked in the White House as a foreign policy advisor to VP Biden. He knew a lot about Ukraine and then he worked in the Penn Biden Center. Anyone know uh, why the Penn Biden Center and this guy being a managing director might have something to do with this documents case? Yeah, because they found these classified documents at the Penn Biden Center. Yeah. You mean like documents about Ukraine? I don't know. Look at this just a news article and you tell me. I'm just reporting the news. Look at Guy, the highlight. Well, fancy. Classified Ukraine documents discovered in Biden's possession from time of Hunter Biden's Burisma work. So just to be clear, Burisma's paying Hunter Biden $80,000 a month. Burisma's a Ukrainian natural gas company. What is he, what are they paying Hunter for? Was it access? Because it's kind of weird that some of the classified documents Biden took wound up in a Penn Biden center that was being run by a guy who was his foreign policy advisor with some expertise on Ukraine. Kind of sounds like that Burisma may have been interested in maybe kind of sort of that stuff, Ukraine. Oh, here's the surface. We've been all over this shit from day one. Remember the video? I'm not going to play it again today. Remember the famous son of a bitch video? Well, son of a bitch, we got the prosecutor fired when he was looking into my son. Remember that? Who's sitting next to Biden? Anyone in the chat remember? Yes, Michael Carpenter, the same guy who ran the Penn Biden Center, where they found a lot of these classified documents. Some of those classified documents, as we know from just the news, involved Ukraine. What exactly was Joe Biden selling? Oh, boy, folks, this thing stinks to the heavens. Well, I got more here, including CNN. No one knows. The media, you understand, is in a unique bind here. And this is why, again, from the bottom of my heart, I don't know Robert Hur. I am not defending anything about this guy. Everybody clear? Please. I don't like being accused of stuff when it doesn't happen. I'm just telling you from what I know about this case and what I'm hearing from some smart folks, Robert Hur kicked Biden in the balls last night. Politically. Because now by writing in the report how mentally deficient Biden is, do you understand this conundrum the media has himself in? It's a classic dilemma. Acknowledge Biden didn't commit the crime we know he committed because he's mentally not there or pretend he is mentally there and therefore had the mens rea, the criminal mind, to commit the crime. What's the dilemma? Dilemma. He's either a criminal or he's mentally not capable of being president. You understand the dipsy do? Why is no one else talking about this? I'm going to prove it to you with the CNN cuts next. Nobody knows how to talk about it because her painted them into a corner. Whether he knows it or not. Quick break. Everybody knows Chuck Norris. Badass. 
At over 80, he's been an action movie star, world champion, black belt, and U.S. veteran. He realized after decades of trying every supplement out there, most of them did nothing for his health. So Chuck created Morning Kick. Morning Kick's a delicious, refreshing drink designed to help nourish your body, support gut health for improved digestion. We like that. Boost energy levels, support your immune system, and help you feel more youthful. Chuck looks great, by the way. Morning Kick contains wholesome, natural ingredients like probiotics, power greens, and ashwagandha. Help you feel more energized, focused, and help manage stress. Can help you with maintaining a healthy weight, more energy, and uh, smooth, regular GI stuff going on there. You know what I'm talking about. Mix the fantastic strawberry lemonade powder with water and enjoy the benefits. Go to mymorningkick.com, mymorningkick.com. Use code DAN or text DAN to 511-511 and claim 40% off. That's a big savings and a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Text DAN to 511-511. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product's not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease. Text fees may apply. And our last sponsor today, our friends at GenuCell. Paula's favorite. You got three minutes, 30 minutes. Keep your face wrinkle-free. Introducing Gen 90, the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell Skincare. It's a perfect Valentine's gift for you or your Valentine. Gen 90 can help instantly reduce the appearance of wrinkles around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, laugh lines, even the chin. It can start working in seconds. At least one thing you don't have to worry about is your skin and your confidence. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and smooth, and best of all, can start working in seconds. I know Paula loves it. She uses it every day. She looks like she's 20. Can't tell you how real age she'd kill me, but she looks 20. There's a reason why GenuCell Skincare is 400% the customer loyalty of other skincare brands. Gen 90 is on a special Valentine's Day sale now at GenuCell.com, and it's, of course, included in the bestseller package. Before you go overseas and get these heart procedures, harsh procedures done, try Gen 90 first. Make your fine lines and wrinkles disappear wherever they are and before you even leave the room. And for Valentine's Day, order Gen 90 with every most popular package for over 70% off. You can also get free shipping and a Valentine's spa box with every order. G-E-N-U-C-E-L, genucell.com slash Dan, genucell.com slash Dan, free shipping on all orders. Genucell.com slash Dan. Thanks, Genucell. Back to the show. I can't do this segment if you don't understand what I just said. I know you get it. I know you get it. You guys are super smart. This is not a dumb liberal show. You guys get it. Her's got them boxed in a corner. The media has two choices. Is this guy a freaking criminal or does he have dementia? Her put him in that box. Watch CNN here. Explain here, notice how they frame his dementia as, listen to this, quote, soft factors. They are, I love watching them do this. Check this out. I think there is also a potentially uh, very damaging political headline that we really need to take a beat uh, to talk about uh, as well. And that is. It's okay. You could have let it play. That's not it. Actually, you know what? I'd say play that one again, but we're going to skip that one. There she talks about the poor memory thing. Leave that one. It doesn't even matter because I'm running out of time and I have a whole bunch of stuff I want to get to. It's not their fault, folks. We are like, this is my show sheet today. Right? Look at this. I've never write in the margins. This is how much shit I've got to get to. What's that? Yeah, I can see it on the screen now. Hold on before you get to it. So that first, just so I covered with that, she basically says there that in the report they had to admit it was his poor memory. Here, this is the one. I want you to listen to how they have to frame the dementia and this little panel here as soft factors. Take a look. Ultimately, what Robert Hur says in this report is essentially the technical elements of a crime. It appears Robert Hur is saying were met. But what he ends up doing is looking at the soft factors. And you're allowed to do that. You have to do that as a prosecutor. And he takes into consideration things like 
what he says, and maybe this is overstated, maybe not. I'll leave that to the political folks. But he says, essentially, Joe Biden would have created a sympathetic picture in front of a jury. He had memory issues. He had age issues. And that goes into did he was he able to form the mental intent here? This is you would. Do you guys and ladies out there see how glorious this is? How on a CNN panel, they have no idea how to talk about this. The word dilemma, dilemma. You had, they have two choices and both of them are shit. Either address that Joe Biden has dementia and therefore forgot and therefore didn't have the mens rea, the criminal mind to steal the documents or admit he's a criminal. They don't know what to say. Do you see the euphemisms? Uh, we're judging the soft factors. The soft factors. What the, f- what is that? Did those soft factors? The guy admits in the report that he knew he had classified documents and knew the rules. Folks, this is the greatest dipsy do flipperoo I have ever seen. Her gave them the double barrel. There's no doubt. I can't understand why some conservatives are flipping out. We should have indicted him. That was never going to happen. This report is the single most destructive political document Joe Biden has ever had to deal with. You're either a criminal or you've got dementia. Here's where it gets even worse. Now, the soft factors, i.e. Joe Biden's above the law because he's got dementia, which, how, I don't, is this a fucking argument? This is the argument. Uh, Joe Biden's above the law. He's got dementia. You realize this guy's the commander in chief of the military who can annihilate the entire world with thousands of nuclear weapons. That's okay. It's okay. They just made the opposite case. I'm only going to play about 20 seconds of this. Hat tip Tom Elliott at Grabian. Here is a quickie supercut. This goes on for minutes. I'm going to play about, like I said, 20, 30 seconds. Of Democrats and media people and Pence and others arguing nobody's above the law. Unless you have dementia and you're Joe Biden. Take a look. The idea that no person is above the law is a bedrock principle of American justice. No man is above the law, no matter what the crime. And I agree with you. No, no man is above the law. and No person is above the law. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. No one's above the law. No one is above the law. No man is above the law. Nobody is above the law. No one is above the law. Uh, no man is above the law. He has to be held accountable. He's not above the law. Again, do not mistake this for hypocrisy. Stop. Stop. Don't do it. They are not hypocrites. They are tyrants. Tyrants have one standard. We're in power. Go F yourself. We will do whatever we want with it. It's not hypocrisy. I mean it. I'm not trying to play silly word games. Don't confuse the two. I expose them as being buffoons and liars to expose them as tyrants, not hypocrites. This is not hypocrisy. They mean it. No one's above the law who we need to throw in prison who's against us politically. That's what they mean. Biden's done, folks. He's finished. He's finished. There's, you, this is not, could he win an election? They can steal it. They can, I don't know. I'm telling you right now, this guy will be remembered by history as the single worst human being to ever occupy the Oval Office. By the way, this should be playing everywhere. I want you to look at this 60 Minutes clip. How do you think this looks right now? 60 Minutes in an interview where Joe Biden had the balls to say, well, how did that happen to classified? When he told a ghostwriter he knew he had classified documents. Check this out. 
You saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that made compromised sources and methods? By that I mean names of people who helped or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. Uh, that, that, that should be playing everywhere. Every GOP candidate around the country should run that portion. It was totally irresponsible. Yeah, Joe, it was. But make no mistake, it's not hypocrisy. It's tyranny. Don't confuse the two. You're fighting one thing when this thing's coming. You're fighting the dragon when the Godzilla figure's coming from another direction. You're fighting Mothra, and here's Godzilla coming up on your six. This is not hypocrisy. (laughs) This is not hypocrisy, man. This is tyranny. And of course, the New York Times had to get involved. This is they they did it, folks. They yep, they went there. Where do you think they went? Anyone any guesses, Joe? Republicans pounce! (laughs) (laughs) New York Times. Literally Republicans pounce. Republicans pounce on report that puts spotlight on Biden's memory lapses. (laughs) Everybody know why they do this shit? You know, right? This is a devastating story. Whenever there's a devastating story about a Democrat, the way the New York Times that has to cover it, covers it, is in order to avoid covering Joe Biden's disaster, they focus on the Republicans' response. My man. Yeah, yeah, play the the stinger. We haven't done that in a long time. We haven't done that in like eons. This is, they can't focus on this. They can't possibly write the real headline. Joe Biden's either a criminal or has dementia. They can't write that. So you got to focus on the Republicans. Now, let's go back to the Tucker thing in the beginning. This has a lot to do with a lot of what's going on. Folks, there was a, I, I, I don't mean to abruptly switch gears on you, but. Something happened yesterday. The reason Biden gave that press conference yesterday, I think, had a lot to do with a lot of things. I can't prove it. And I want to be fair. I'm speculating. But I think one of the reasons Biden's team allowed him to give a disastrous press conference at 7.45 p.m. Eastern time turned into more like eight is I'm absolutely convinced they wanted to put the kibosh there on Tucker Carlson's explosive interview with Vladimir Putin. And I mean explosive. I mean, the stuff that was, I can't, obviously I can't play the whole thing. It's on Tucker's page on Rumble. It's blowing up on X too. New media is here. Old media is dying, if not, you know, uh, close to the grave already. Um, There were a lot of groundbreaking things in there. His take on Poland, Putin basically said he wouldn't attack Poland unless uh, Poland attacks him. The question is, what does he mean by attack? Does he mean give him weapons? He, he spent, you know, maybe 20 minutes on some kind of historical lesson why he feels he's entitled to Ukraine. It, it, he was very open about his intentions. Um, it was a very informative interview. I'm going to do a lot of it on Monday, too. Evan Gerskovich, the, uh, the uh, reporter who's in prison in Russia. Tucker really nailed Putin pretty good on that. I think a lot of people were really impressed 
by the way, Tucker kind of held his feet to the fire on that. You know, he's imprisoning people in the media. There was one piece of it, though. I'm just going to play a little bit of it today because there's so much to get to in there. I don't want to give it a short, you know, kind of short uh, shortcut this thing. But Putin kind of gave up a few cookies here on AI and like this super soldier thing. And the irony is the reason I'm playing this cut is I think this is the cut that got the least attention. But I got to tell you, if anything piqued my interest in what Vladimir Putin's up to, it was this. Check this out. So when does the AI empire start, do you think? <laughs> You're asking increasingly more complicated questions. To answer them, you need to be an expert in big numbers, big data, and AI. Mankind is currently facing many threats due to the genetic researches. It is now possible to create a superhuman, a specialized human being. A genetically engineered athlete, scientist, military man. There are reports that Elon Musk has already had a chip implanted in the human brain in the USA. You think Vladimir Putin guys just threw that out there randomly? You know, there's genetic research going on to create super soldiers. What do you think? He, you think he just watched uh, Captain America Civil War with like Bucky or something? What, do you, well, what was what was it, the Winter Soldier? What do you, you think Putin was just bored? I'm actually stunned that because there's so many news nuggets in that, and I promise we're going to get to more next week on it. That, that got the least attention. You've got a guy right now engaged in this war in Ukraine who has a, a large enough economy to do significant damage, has a bevy of nuclear weapons, who's talking to one of America's now premier journalists, Tucker Carlson, about, hey, you know, there's genetic research going on on super soldiers. And Joe, I'm like, that's the one that got the least attention. Oh. I, I listened. I was like, holy shit, really? Did this guy just give that up? Listen, I want to cause any trouble with this segment here because I'm not, contrary to my reputation for being a flamethrower I actually like to try to ah, well, shut up being a, just say what you want to say folks is Fox News a news channel or not you know I'm going to tell you something this is where I'm a little upset I'm not picking any fights with anybody I left on fine terms I was not fired I don't care what anybody tells you I offered $100,000 to Philip Bump if he can prove tangible evidence, email documents that I was actually fired from Fox, meaning I had a position they terminated, I will give him $100,000 cash. He wrote that in a tweet. I mean it. I'll put that offer out cash. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. That's how confident I am. A matter of fact, I'll up it. I'll give him $250,000 cash. I, folks, listen to me. I'm not laughing. I'm not pretending to be Captain Rich guy. I will give him, two, he's got to declare it as taxes. He can give me a W-9. $250,000 I will give him in cash. It may take me a while to get it from the bank. If he can prove I was, I was not fired. I just didn't, I couldn't work Saturday nights anymore. I got kids. It just didn't work out. Having said that, it's clear that this is now a one-way street. 
I was never rude or mean going out the door. My team loved me. I love them back. But is this a news station or not? It's Fox News. I didn't say anything last week. I didn't bring it up. I kind of hinted, but didn't say anything because I didn't want to call anybody out. We did an interview with Donald Trump where we broke major news. Donald Trump was calling officially for debates with Joe Biden. It was covered everywhere. ABC, CBS, The Hill, every left-wing outlet known to man picked it up. It was strange, though. Fox ignored it. And then Tucker Carlson last night does, folks, anyone in the chat doubt what happened with Tucker yesterday? It was newsworthy, Joe? Was that newsworthy? Tucker Big interviewing time. Vladimir Putin a little bit? A little Big newsworthy, time. right? Yeah, you're fucking damn right, big time. Tony, news event? Gigantic. Gee, thank you. Huge news event. Huge. As far as I know with Fox so far. I got no beef over there. I got a lot of friends over there that still work there who are good people. I told Megyn Kelly in our interview, when I interviewed with Megan, the world needs a healthy Fox. Right now, outside of Newsmax and OAN, it's our only outlet. But I got to tell you, not covering the Tucker thing and ignoring, is, is this the Fox Grudge channel or the Fox News channel? I'm not asking anything from you guys, anything at all. I don't need it. I'm doing fine. Our audience has doubled since I left. You can look at the numbers yourself. We, we're talking to 128,000 people at 11 o'clock in the morning without a cable news channel. I, I filled up the Michigan football stadium and 20,000 more. I was really shocked they didn't pick up the Trump debate thing. I mean, I was shocked. Yeah, thank you. Gee, you know, listen, folks, obviously, you know, with Gee, and I don't want to, we're going to end this here because I don't want to. Gee is honestly a man of very few words. He has heard me before the show when I'm not on the air in private conversations complain about certain people. And then I get on the show and none of that makes it on the air because it's personal. It doesn't matter. What matters is they, what they said politically and how we can advance the football. I don't take my grudges on the air. I cover Fox hosts fairly. I've got a lot of good friends there. But how the fuck do you not cover the Tucker Carlson interview? You're a fucking news channel. Are you shitting me? I'm sorry, man, but I'm like embarrassed for you. And the whole thing, avoiding our interview with Trump, I didn't even bring it up because then it sounds personal. But don't think I didn't notice that either. Ridiculous. And just so you know, going forward, I got no grudges. I ain't mad. I'll cover your network just like I would anyone else, even though I work there and I got a lot of friends there. But that's embarrassing. All right. A couple more things I want to get to. The disaster yesterday at the Supreme Court. I'm not going to have time for all this. I'm going to have to cover this block more on Monday. I'm going to. Gee, I'm going to, I don't want to throw a curveball at you here, but can we just go to the Kentanji Brown Jackson one on, on the office? This is, this was probably yesterday's Supreme court case. You know, the, the background Colorado's trying to kick president Trump off the ballot. It, absurdity on its face. Kentanji Brown Jackson is as left as you're going to get. There is, you're not going to find a more left leaning Supreme court justice. Sotomayor and Hara by far the most liberal Kentanji Brown Jackson asked a very simple question yesterday of the Colorado legal team trying to kick him off the ballot, President Trump. I'm going to show you the 14th Amendment in a second, so get that ready afterwards. The 14th Amendment is clear. It does not mention the president at all in this insurrection clause. It doesn't. So if it doesn't mention the president, how can you use the 14th Amendment to kick the president off? It makes no sense. 
This is liberal Kentonji Brown Jackson, who doesn't even know what a woman is, asking a simple question. This is how bad of a day Team Biden and the left had yesterday. Check this out. From rising again in the context of these sort of local elections, as opposed to focusing on the presidency. Well, two points on that, Justice Jackson. First is that, as I discussed earlier, there isn't the same history of states regulating ballot access at this time. So ballot access rules to restrict presidential candidates wouldn't have wouldn't have existed. They wouldn't have been raised one way or another. Right. But I'm not making a distinction between ballot access and anything else. Understood. But the more the more broad point I want to make is that what is very clear from the history is, is that the framers were concerned about charismatic rebels who might rise through the ranks up to and including the presidency of the United States. But then why didn't they put the word president in the very enumerated list in Section 3? The thing that really is troubling to me is I totally understand your argument, but they were listing people that were barred, and president is not there. And so I guess that just makes me worry that maybe they weren't focusing on the president. And, for example, the fact that electors of vice president and president are there suggests that really what they thought was if we're worried about the charismatic person, we're going to bar insurrectionist electors. And therefore, that person is never going to rise. Folks, I don't know how it could get any worse for you making a legal case in court in front of the Supreme Court. Again, just so we're clear, I'm not putting any faith in the Supreme Court. Would I be stunned? Joe, would I be stunned if we actually lost this case? Five, four? (laughs) Honestly, no, I wouldn't. Come on, Dan. It went so bad yesterday. Folks, it went bad in court for Obamacare, too, until John Roberts saved it. I put zero faith in the court. I'm just telling you right now at this moment in time, it's going to be impossible for the left on TV to frame this as any kind of a success. The questions were devastating. If they wanted to include and eliminate a presidential candidate as an insurrectionist, they would have put the office of president. Here's the 14th Amendment. It mentions nothing about the office of president. It mentions electors of the president and vice president, senators, congressional representatives, office, civil or military under the United States or under any state who was that they describe as an insurrectionist, meaning you couldn't, you no person shall hold any office. It says it right there. It does not mention the president. It mentions the electors. It's not in there. I don't know. You know, I'm not a lawyer. I'm also not a moron. If I write an HR rule for our office here and I say this rule applies to everyone but Tony because he's grandfathered it or whatever, it says like everyone but Tony. I can't go to court later and go, oh, but I meant Tony. No, you didn't. It actually says everyone but Tony. It says it right there. It's not in there. You're telling me the framers that were trying to prevent with the 14th Amendment insurrectionists from holding office just forgot? It, it, I haven't even gotten into the argument, but this was not an insurrection. And by the way, folks, now that we got a hundred and a new record, by the way, I think 131,900 people watching. It's not a new record. We've actually had more people than this. Holy Moses, I'm losing track. 
134. Monday, I'm hoping by Monday, I may have some news on the January 6th bomber insurrection thing too. Forget that part for a second. This was not even an insurrection, even if it was, which it wasn't. Even if it was, that clause does not apply to the president. The amendment does not apply to the president. What else do you need to hear? Folks, I'm going to leave you with this. I do my radio show. It was an important day yesterday. It was the best day Donald Trump has had in a long time. I'm going to say to the Trump team over the next few days, sound bites and snapshots. There's no need for any long speeches or anything like that. That picture of Joe Biden's garage speaks for itself. Short, quick sound bites. Police state, hierarchy over hypocrisy. You focus on this and you will win. Stay focused over these next coming days and Joe Biden will drop two or three points in the approval because everyone in America knows that the classic dilemma is on this guy's hands right now. He's got only two arguments and only two to make. I either have dementia and I'm not a criminal or I'm a criminal and don't have dementia. Every one of those arguments absolutely sucks. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Hey, do us a favor. Please download the Rumble app. We've had tons and tons of downloads. The app is just going through crazy good enhancements. You're going to love it. It is totally free. Go to your app store. Download the Rumble app. Start an account if you like. You can watch the show without it. It's free. Uh, but if you want to chat with us, start an account on Rumble. I'd love to see you in the chat. We had 15,000 people in the chat room before the show today. That's crazy. I will see you back here on Monday. See you back in the radio show in a few minutes. And thank you. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.